what's going on welcome back to another podcast and in today's podcast i will be winging it as i do all the time well sometimes i write stuff down but today is the day where i feel like winging it so we're gonna find out what i'm gonna talk about (laughs) it'll probably be in the title though so sometimes i struggle with telling if i'm on the right path if that makes sense like career-wise I want to choose something that really brings me happiness and fulfillment. And sometimes I go through periods where I'm like, this isn't what I want. Uh, I should be doing this. This isn't that life-changing for anybody, including myself. You know, just being pessimistic. But why? Just because, like, I got so used to being pessimistic all the time that it was just engulfing me. But I'm here to say, as always, that life is not that serious, right? So I kind of like backtrack on myself and I'm like, well, it's really not that serious. Like if I am on the right path, if I'm on the wrong path, I wouldn't be able to tell until I do it and either I regret it or whatever the fuck. (laughs) But taking a look, like I tried to look at a bigger picture, right? Like a lot of people be like, how do you know what you want to do? How do you know if this, how do you know if this, how do you know if that, like... Sometimes I be getting really strange questions asked to me, but they're like good questions at the same time, like questions that people don't really ask. And one question that people ask me is like, how do you know what you're supposed to be doing? Like, or that's another thing that I ask myself a lot too. Like, how do I know that I'm doing what I want to be doing? And when you're in a really pessimistic state, like in life or state of being then you look at everything you're like this is a waste of time because i'm just gonna build something that's super awesome to me but maybe not to the rest of the world but that's not the case like if you have an interest somebody else is there like somebody else has the same interest so it's not really up to you to decide whether something is cool or not you feel me like it's just life like if you're interested in fucking fidget spinners somebody else is gonna be interested in the same thing and i feel like that's what i try to look at when i go through those ruts or when i go through those cycles and so the advice that i usually give people who are younger than me who are like i don't really know what is next or i don't know what to do don't think of things as next don't think of things as like what's my next step what's this what's that because if you're constantly asking yourself like what do i do what do i do what do i do then you're going to trap yourself in, like, worrying that you're not doing the right things when you're doing exactly what you should be doing. Like, for example, if you want to be a YouTuber, you post. That's your next step. You post, you post, you post. Even if nobody's watching your shit, like, because one day somebody will just eventually stumble upon your channel and watch all your videos and be like, damn, this is pretty cool. And maybe another person, maybe another person, and another person, another person. And you gain followers and you gain subscribers and it just keeps going up. And all you have to really do, like, out of life, the best piece of advice that I could give you is just to be optimistic. And I know a lot of people have this thing with toxic positivity and whoopty whooping. You can't be positive all the time, but you can. Like, it's about looking at the bright side of life. Like, there's always going to be something bad. You always see that. But it's not about feeding those things. Like, let's say you're, I don't know, let's say, let's use my life, for example. My uncle recently passed away. And obviously that's a bad thing. Like, I see that in a bad light, but obviously it's not such a bad thing. Because now he's not suffering. Now he's peaceful. And now he's wherever the fuck he is. You know? Like, 
I don't know what happens when you die, but I know that he's in a better place than this. Like, and although people will tell you, oh, well, you need to grieve this and that. That could be a, f- a form of grief. Like, you don't have to go through step by step by step by step. Unless it really fucking triggered your soul. You feel me? Like, unless you're really just sad or distraught over that. Because I was really sad and distraught over it. Like, I cried for, I want to say, like, a few days just, like, to myself. Like, I cried without anybody knowing or, like, without telling anybody. And... It was hard to show up at his funeral, especially because I had to be there for my dad. And it was hard to stay strong. Like, I wanted to cry. Because I was like, holy shit, like, this dude was perfectly healthy and all of a sudden he just dropped. Like, there was, he didn't have any conditions existing. Like, he just up and boom, gone. Like, that's really hard to deal with. But, obviously you can make that a really big problem. Like, for other people, I don't know, they can go through rabbit holes of, like, life is not gonna get better. And the point of, you know, quotation marks, toxic positivity is to be optimistic. And if you're really pessimistic, yeah, you're gonna see being positive when you're not positive as a really negative thing. Because you really don't believe that you're being positive. Right? Because you yourself are really negative. But that's not fucking true. It's just that you've been so conditioned by life to not get up when you've been beaten down but that's not the case when you get beaten up you stand back the fuck up you feel me like when you fall you stand right back up you don't sit there and be like oh you feel me you don't sit there and just dwell and be like damn i fell i'm a waste of human i should have fucking ever been here i should have never existed like you shouldn't go down that rabbit hole and when people have this complex of like being negative really it's a it's a complex like you can get addicted to being the victim you can get addicted to saying everybody feel bad for me you can get addicted to that shit why because then people treat you differently they look at you differently and you enjoy it because you're like yeah look at me like i'm the victim because i am the victim when that's not the case like you're alive You should be grateful that you're alive. Even if your life is absolute dog shit. Because there's people who don't even make it. There's kids that die early. That's really fucking tragic. You feel me? Like there's people who don't ever get to live. There's people who have miscarriages. And imagine like never being born. And for some people who are really pessimistic, they're like, fuck yeah, that's that sounds nice. It's one in a million that you are here and you're wasting it by saying, I wish I was dead. That shit's so, I don't know, it's like petty. Petty in a way to be like, I wish I was dead. And obviously we all go through cycles like that. Like me, for example, I didn't think that I was suicidal or that I could have a suicidal thought until... When I felt really, really, really fucking low in life and when I felt like I was a waste of fucking space and when I felt like breathing was me taking up somebody else's joy, right? Or me existing was taking away the uh, piece of that somebody could be filling my spot that wants to be here, right? But that's not the fucking case because when you find yourself, I guess, like when you figure out that life is really not that fucking bad... And when I say find yourself, I don't mean, like, go out and look for things. Like, 
people take that the wrong way and I have to be mindful of the way that I explain things because I know that people don't just understand things just like that like it's not that simple and you're only gonna understand things when it hits you you feel me like you're not gonna understand that suicidal thoughts are not really your thoughts until you start to see the bright side of everything and we get stuck in darkness and right when we see the light we decide to go down another rabbit hole because we're so addicted and we're so used to it and we're so comfortable like you're really comfortable being the victim in your life and it's hard to overcome problems because you're like nah i'd rather people feel bad for me than me get over the fact that i'm awkward the fact that i'm weird the fact that i'm not this the fact that i'm not this but life is not that fucking like tragic like, there is people who go through real fucking tragedies and who are really victims. Like, the people who survived fucking the Nazi survival camps. People who actually went through slavery. You feel me? Like, people who actually fucking struggle. Even people who go through that, they see the bright side of things. Like, I remember my sister was uh, taking care of this survivy, this Nazi survival like somebody who survived a concentration camp and that this person like didn't seem to break this person's spirit and that this it was an old man so of course he was kind of like dirty (laughs) and weird towards my sister because my sister is really beautiful and he's like can I touch your ass can I do this can I do that like it didn't break him that he went through all that hard shit so why let the teeny problems like The fact that you're not funny, the fact that you're not the cutest in the room, the fact that you're not the brightest in the room, the fact that you're not the smartest in the room, the fact that this or that. You're just comparing yourself to everybody else, but everybody has their own little problems. Like, people will look at me and think that, oh, wow, you're so confident, you have all this shit figured out for yourself, but I myself, like, I live with my fucking parents, you feel me? Like, I myself have my issues. I myself struggle with being nice to my family on a consistent basis, like... We're all struggling, but it's not about making yourself the fucking victim and saying, woo, woo, feel bad for me, because that's like being the left for dead witch, crying in a corner, and then when somebody's like, oh my god, are you okay, you just fucking attack, and you're like, yep, like, I wanted you to feel bad for me, feel bad for me, and obviously it's not a terrible thing that, you know, sometimes we do go through things that are really painful, and you should admit to yourself when those things are painful because that's part of life you know you feel good and you feel bad but it's not about being stuck in a bad feeling because life is something to be enjoyed and it's something that you shouldn't waste you should not waste any second of any day hating on something about yourself or about others about life about your situation about your circumstances and I'm one to you know struggle with that really hard so take it from me because I'm living this shit like I struggle every day to find the bright side of shit but when you find a bright side of things you find more things to be happy about and life seems to turn around for you and life seems to go in your favor for absolutely no reason but really it's because you yourself are looking at all the things that are going right so more things start to go right and it always made me laugh because like we subconsciously manifest like when you're like I really want to be successful and I really want to have a good future then you go and you do college or you see whatever yourself doing as a success right 
you manifest your own successes just like you manifest your own tragedies. And I'm not going to sit here and say if your house gets struck by lightning or an earthquake destroys your fucking house or some terrible hurricane sweeps through your whole neighborhood and floods the whole neighborhood. I'm not saying that you manifested that because that's not true, you feel me? But the small things like not opening up to people because you're like, oh, I can't trust this person. I already know that I can't trust this person, so I'm not even going to open up. And then they show you that you can trust them, and you've been not trusting them for, like, a year. Imagine how that person is feeling. Like, you victimize yourself so hard to the point where you can't fit into other people's shoes. Like, there's some people who really go through really hard things. Like, some people lose their house, some people lose their family, some people lose their pets on a consistent basis. And that shit's hard. Like... You can't be crying about your circumstances because somebody always has it worse. And you have to look at the bright side because that's how you create more positivity in your life. And of course, if you're focusing on every negative thing, you're going to see every single negative aspect. And it's going to hit you a lot harder because you're noticing it. Like, your attention flows where your energy goes. If you're feeding your negativity, if you're like, oh, well, I just stubbed my toe, that fucking hurt, fuck you, fuck this, fuck that, fuck that then obviously, you know, you're going to be in a pessimistic light for a longer time than someone who gets hit by a fucking ball in the face and they're like, oh, what the fuck? And then they start laughing because it was funny to them. And they're like, they just move on with their their day. It's not ruined. That didn't ruin their whole fucking day. And, you know, you are who you are around. I never wanted to believe that shit. Like, I never wanted to believe that shit when my mom would tell me those things. Like, you are who you will hang out with. So don't hang out with really shitty people because it'll make you a really negative person. And so I really didn't hang out with anybody. But not hanging out with anybody had the same effect because my family is really fucking negative. Like, really negative. And they're just the type of people that always have something to say. And me hanging out with my family was doing the same thing to me. Because I wasn't going out and I wasn't making friends and I wasn't doing things that people my age enjoyed and I wasn't doing things that I myself enjoyed. I was doing things for everybody else but myself. And so you have to recognize that you take other people's ideas. It's kind of like when you're in a friend group, you want your friends to like you. So you do things that they might like more than you. Like if your friends really enjoy drinking and you're at the age where it's kind of like peer pressure and you subject to that peer pressure, then you're always going to fit into other people's narratives and you're always going to be somebody else and you're not going to truly understand who you yourself are. You're not going to understand what really lights up your soul. And then you have to fucking soul search. And when you're soul searching, sometimes you get lost. You feel me? Like you get lost when your heart breaks and you're like, what the fuck is this all for? You get lost when you're hurt. You get lost when you're negative. You get lost and you don't know where to go. And you don't know your next steps and you struggle even more because you're like, I don't even know. Like, there's so much fog. There's so much hurt inside of my soul that I don't even know what to do with my life. And, you know, I'm here to sit down and just tell you that, like, you know where you're going. Like, even the bad parts of life are there for its own purpose. Like, you experience all of those things because you have to go through those things because your soul obviously isn't going to learn the lesson until it hurts you you don't learn how to touch people's soul by not 
ever speaking from your heart. You don't learn how to make art if you never pick up a paintbrush. You never learn how to not stub your toe if you're always wearing sandals all the fucking time and all of a sudden you start wearing shoes. Like, you never learn the things until it hits you. You don't learn to look both ways until you almost get hit by a fucking car. You feel me? Like, that shit used to happen to me as a kid. Like, <laughs> all the fucking time. Because I'm like, fooey shit. I'd just be in the middle of the fucking street. I was one of those kids that was always outside. I was playing outside till I was like 14. I was that kid. And I used to almost get hit by a car like every fucking day. Just because I was like, fuck this. I'm going to be on the street. And my mom would be like, get off the street. Cars, they don't give a fuck about kids. And I'm like, nah, they got to stop for me. And boom, I'll be almost getting hit left and right. And I'm like, well, damn. Like, I really thought people were going to be nicer. (laughs) But that's not the case. You have to learn to navigate, right? And that's not to say that everybody is a shitty person and that you're the best person that's ever going to live. So act like it. It's not really like that. It's like people are who they are. So you have to do the best with what you are. And if you're looking at yourself in a really negative way, then you're going to continuously be a negative person. You're going to continuously bring out the worst parts of you because you're like well that's who I am I'm a waste of space I'm gonna ruin this some way then you go out and you ruin things like I had a lot of friends who were really like pessimistic and one of the examples that I want to give is that this dude would not come out to hang out with me because he's like I don't want to kill your vibe and I'm like you know what's killing my vibe you being a sad bitch why are you being sad And then he would just explain, like, his whole life story. And I'm like, dude, that's not what's happening right now, though. Like, right now, one, you have a job. You have more money than the majority of the people at the school. Two, you have me to talk to. And I think that I'm pretty fucking cool to hang out with. And I think you're cool to hang out with. So you shouldn't be crying that you don't have any friends because you do have friends. And, you know, like, just listing all the ways that he could have been happy. But instead, he chose to dwell on the past and his history and his family and this and that right and there's really no issues in the moment like obviously you can't have arguments and fights with your family or friends or whatever and bad shit can't happen to you but it's not continuously happening to you happening to you happening to you every second of every moment of every day of every single millisecond you feel me like yeah you might stub your toe every once in a while but how often does that happen back to back to back to back to back Not really. There's bad things that happen every day. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, it feels like it's attacking you. Yeah, life sometimes feels like it's out to get you. But it's not. It's out to get everybody. Because one day we all fucking die. Look at that. You feel me? Don't waste your time blaming life for your situation, for your circumstances, for whatever you're feeling. Because you're in control of what you feel. And when you're not in control of what you feel, then you blame everybody else. And you're like, you did this to me. Life did this to me. Life keeps beating me down. Nobody wants to be with me. Wah. Right? And I'm not gonna lie to you. People don't like people who are pessimistic all the fucking time. Unless you're hanging out with other depressed, pessimistic people. But what does that gain you? You have a community. But is your community really shining? Is your community really healthy? Is your community uplifting you? No. Especially if you're all pessimistic as fuck. And you can't see the brighter, brighter side of everything. That shit doesn't help you. It's better to be alone than to be in shitty company. Let me tell you. Like, let me fucking tell you. When I stopped talking to all these pessimistic people, that's when my life did a fucking 360. And they all looked at me like, what the fuck did I do? 
to make your life so shitty? And I was like, nothing. But you kept me in a state of mind that wasn't for me. And when I stopped, you know, looking at every bad aspect of everything and started looking at every single good thing, like, for example, when your phone doesn't buffer one time during a fucking YouTube video, that's a fucking win. You feel me? Because my internet is shitty, so I'll be taking those things as wins. And when I'm not lagging on a video game because my internet is shitty, I take that as a fucking win. I'm like, fuck yes. You feel me? Like, you have to find the small things because that's what life is. Life is a series of small things and sometimes big explosions happen because of all the small things. It's kind of like when you hold a bunch of resentments in for your family or for this person or for this person and then all of a sudden you blow up on this person. Why do you think that was? Because you're hiding every single little tiny thing. And when you're acknowledging all these tiny wins, it turns into a big win. You feel me? Because you're, in a way, it's kind of like bottling up the happiness until one day it causes a ripple effect and then boom, an explosion. You feel me? Like, life is not that serious. And sometimes we take things really fucking hard. Like, death, like loss, like sorrow, like betrayal, like heartbreak. But those heartbreaks are there to remind you you have a heart in the first place. And that life is not that bad. You feel me? Like, when my uncle died, I was like, damn. I didn't think I could feel like this for a long time. I didn't think I'd feel like this again, ever. But when I was in a heartbreak from my uncle passing away, I was like, wow. I thought I really didn't care about this person. I thought that, you know, I'd be okay if this person passed away. And I recently, like, I want to say recently, but it's not really that recent. Like, like a year ago, I watched Midnight Gospel. And in one of the, um, I think it was the last episode. And this has been out for like two years. So I'm not going to say sorry for spoiling, right? Because it's been out for two years. You had your chance. So in the last episode, it talks about this dude and his mom literally dying like dying as they were recording this podcast and how sad it was and how they both felt and the mom was being really positive because she knew that her love and the way that she loved her kid and the memories that they shared good or bad are still gonna live on and that was really like beautiful to me like That made me sad and made me want to cherish every second of every day with my mom. Because I was like, holy shit, like, I can't ignore her. Because one day she's not going to be here. And all those times where I wanted to be alone rather than be sitting by her. What the fuck is that going to do for me? And I did the same thing. Like, I explained to my mom. I was like, mom, I'm really going to miss you. Like, when you're gone. And I don't think you know that. And, you know, when you're really open and vulnerable with people that you care about, shit goes better. Because you're not hiding. Like, when I was a kid, I used to cry a lot. Like, a lot about everything. Just because I was so scared of everything. Like, I was scared of the dark. Because I had so many nightmares, like, on a consistent basis. Like, it was every night. Every single time I'd close my eyes, I'd have a nightmare back to back to back to back. So I didn't get any fucking sleep as a fucking child. 
And my mom knew that, so she would dress me while I was sleeping. Because I was so fucking tired all the time. And I was really scared of going to school because I felt like I was the dumbest kid there. Because every single time that I was there, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, I'm so confused. Like, I don't even know what this book is saying. Like, I don't even know how to do grammar. I don't know how to fucking spell. I don't know how to do any of this shit. And so I really had a bad outlook on life when I was little. And then it all just, like, started to turn around for me because I really didn't care that my life was, quotation marks, bad. Like, I did have a really shitty childhood, but I stayed positive through all of it. Like, the fact that I didn't care about school really helped because I thought I was dumb. So I was like, oh, fuck this place. I'm just not going to pay attention. But when I started to pay attention and be like, you know what? I'm not as dumb as people think I am. Like, I think I'm just a little bit lazy and I don't care to learn these things because I know that these things are not for me. And I started to talk to my teachers and actually enjoy the company of my teachers. That's when shit started to turn around for me in school. But when things really started to turn around as a whole, like, in my life, it was probably, like, in sixth grade because the biggest thing for me, like, the biggest thing that I focused on was being different from everybody else because I felt like because I was so dumb that I was so different or because, like, my family was so poor that I was so different or because I had to move back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and got eviction notices after eviction notices that there was something wrong with my family or this or that right and I was just really judgmental of everything and then you know it started to turn around because I was starting to see the bright side of shit like I really enjoyed sports so when I got to middle school I started to try out for every fucking sport that I could but I really only wanted one sport and that was basketball because that was my favorite thing And I was like, I can do this. I can do this and I'm gonna do this. And it was a co-ed team and I was the only girl and I was in sixth grade to try out. And I made it and I actually like beat some dudes that were trying out for the basketball team too. Like I beat people from getting into this sport and I'm a girl and I did it. And I thought that there was so much fucking wrong with me, but there was nothing wrong with me. And then after... I did that and after I had so much faith in that and my beliefs and in doing it, I felt like nothing could stop me. I felt so invincible. I felt so powerful. I felt like the world was my fucking oyster. I felt like nothing bad is ever going to happen to me again. And my whole life turned around. Like the reason that I moved in the first place when I was in sixth grade, if I even said that I moved when I was in sixth grade, right? I moved states. I moved to live in California with one of my cousins because we were getting evicted and we had just gotten a notice that if we can't pay the next month that we're out. And so my family moved to California. We moved with my cousin and then, you know, I was trying to focus on all the things that I liked, right? Because I actually really enjoyed being in California. So that for me was a plus because I was like, if we're moving, I'm glad that it's here and I'm glad that, you know, it's fucking hot because I love summertime so california is like summer year round (laughs) so i was like fuck yeah this you know state i love it and they have in and out like fuck yeah 
So I was all about it. Except for the whole eviction shit. But my dad stayed back. And then after I tried out for basketball, everything literally fucking flipped like magic. Like we, turns out we got our house back. And it turns out that my dad was able to get his job. And that he had his car. And that we could move back if we wanted to. And I had the, that option to go back. And I could go back to see my friends. And I could go back to live the life that I was already living. That I got comfortable and used to in. But when I was in the, the basketball team. I was like nah I don't want to go back. Like I'm doing everything that I actually want to do. And although that you know moving was scary and hard to do. And leaving my friends was something hard to do. I made new friends. Like my cousin was friends with these two other people who had kids my age so i was like holy shit like i've never been so close to people and it, it never came this easy like it never came this easy i was never fully like fed all the time like i was always underweight until i started living with my cousin because she would take us out to eat almost daily and i was like in shock i was like i didn't know people did this and to me it was like a whole fucking turning point for everything and I was like wow this is such a blessing in disguise and sometimes bad things lead to amazing things and you just have to focus on those amazing aspects because that's where you see the fucking truth and the magic and I'm still friends with one of those people to this day like the the people that I grew up with basically because after I moved to California I kept in touch with both of these people who were my age or around my age. And sometimes, yeah, people do drift apart. Like, I don't talk to one of them. But that's just because she's super busy all the time. And, you know, I felt like we were drifting already. So I just kind of, like, stopped talking to her. I still, you know, wish the best for that person. And I still see that person in a good light. And it wasn't, like, a terrible thing to me for us to not be friends anymore but I'm still friends with one of those people to this day and that's like really profound to me because I never had a childhood friend because I was moving and moving and moving and moving and moving and moving so I never had stability and that was the first place that made me feel like I had consistency right and that's the first place where I started to see things for what they really were the bright side of shit because the truth is the bright side of things and the truth is what is right in front of you. And the truth is... Sometimes, yeah, the truth can be hurtful. And the truth can be bad. And the truth can piss you off. But it ultimately sets you free. You feel me? Like, me getting evicted? That was fucking sad. That was the truth. We had to move. But I didn't... Little did I know that that was going to change my whole fucking life. And my whole outlook on life. Just like... Anything... The dark nights make for brighter stars, you feel me? Like, you really have to focus on the bright side of shit because it leads you to better and better and better and better and better. Like, after I joined the basketball team this one year, I was stupid popular. Like, stupid popular. For no reason. Just because I was the only girl to try out and make it on the basketball team. Because I believed in myself so hard that I wasn't going to let anybody stop me. Not even the way that girls look at each other. And people in eighth grade, I thought that shit was so cool, you know, like, to have friends that were older than you. Now, looking at it, it's not that fucking big a deal. But me as a little kid, I was like, oh my god, I'm friends with all these eighth graders. You're, 
my mentor thinks that I'm super cool for being the only girl on the basketball team and this and that. And like everybody in the school knew my name and I was like, wow, like I felt important. And I felt like I was doing something right because I didn't let nobody's visions or ideas stop me from doing what I want to do. And that was be me. Be on the fucking basketball team. And, you know, like it was just really amazing regardless of all the bad parts that led to that. And when I was in sixth grade, I I made my ultimate best friends. You feel me? Like, I ended up being friends with this girl who had a really nice life. Like, a really comfortable life, I would say. And I used to go sleep over her house all the time. Like, all the time. Like, almost every fucking weekend. Every time that I could. And we used to go skate. And we used to go do shit. And we used to get Slurpees down the street. Like, we used to do so much. And to me, I was like, wow, like, I've never had this. Like, it was beautiful, like, to me to be able to be like, wow, I'm taking win after win after win after win, even though I left my friends, even though I left my family, even though I don't have the ability to see these people, even though, like, this is going wrong, even though this is going wrong, like, there's so much that's going right. And that's always the case. Like, you just, like, have to see it. Like... Let me give you a now example. When I moved back to my parents' house, because yes, I stayed with my fucking parents. I was like, oh my god, like, nothing's gonna start to go my way. Like, everything's just gonna be crap. Like, I don't even want to go home because I know that nothing's gonna change and this and that. Which is kind of true. Like, it's kind of like I never left. But in a way it's still better than where I was. Like, right now I'm closer to the city than I was where I was living before. And I get to see my little sister and my little nephews, which is something that I think is a big deal because, you know, they're growing and they're in high school. And, you know, I love them, like, a lot. Like, a shit ton. They're, like, my babies. If I had babies. Like, that's how much I love them and I care for them. So I get to be close to them and I don't see... All the bad parts of, like, being around my family is a bad thing. Because, like, you have to enjoy family even though they're shit. Like, my family still cares about me even though I'm a hothead. Like, I'm a hothead up the ass. You ask me one question, I blow up on you just because I'm like, don't talk to me. You feel me? Like, they still care about me. They still invite me places. They still fucking do all these things with me. Even if it's not to, like, a massive extent. You feel me? Like, they don't really throw me birthday parties and shit like that, but I don't really trip because I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't throw me a birthday party either. <laughs> you feel me? Like, everything is not that serious. And we make the shit and the hurt and the pain out to be the serious ass thing. But what's really serious is how you feel. How good you feel. Because the only thing you should take serious is your well-being. Really. And if something's really making you distraught, then fucking move away from it. That includes your pessimistic thinking. But yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say that you're pessimistic because obviously I don't know your life, but we can both focus on the positivity. You feel me? Like if you're a really optimistic person, that's fucking dope. Like it's hard to find optimistic people. It really fucking is because everyone's always focused on crying about something or how something's not going in their favor, but everything is going in their favor. Like something that I preach to the motherfucking brim. 
till my cup is filling over with the same words over and over and over and over is that the universe works in your favor like if something doesn't work out with somebody like if you're in a relationship and that shit doesn't work out or you're talking to somebody and that shit doesn't work out that was probably for the best you feel me like I'm not going to sit here and say that whatever you're doing is sketchy or whatever didn't work out was sketchy or blah, blah, blah. But the universe is always protecting you. Like, have you ever been at the right place at the right time? Because that's just proof. Like, for example, if I were to just happen to walk by you on the street, you don't even know that I'm walking by you in the street. You don't even know what I look like. You feel me? But I could totally just walk by you in the street. And be like, hey, by any chance, do you listen to this? And you're like, yeah. And then boom, right place, right time. Like, what? You can't control those things. And it's better to focus on, like, the positive shit. Because that's really what gets you far. Like, that's really what turns around my life. People think that, like, they can really break my spirits. And I'm like, bro, you're just another villain to my story. Keep going because it builds my character. It builds my strength. It builds my stamina, my stealth. I can play this game better than you just because I'm positive and you're so focused on bringing me down. Like, is that simple? And I find that trippy, yo, like, what? Like, people really are so negative that they'll attack other people. Like, what? What does that do for you? Like, does that get you emotionally aroused? Like, is that what's going on? Like, you like that? Like, it it gets you off? Like, what's going on? Truly. Truthfully. Because, like, this ain't no Joker movie. You feel me? Like, what's going on? Like, you got something that's not clicking? Or you just like revenge because you need it, because it fills your ego. Because, like I said, it gives you an, an emotional arousal. What does it do? And I'm sorry if this, you know, I don't mean to attack anybody, because... Sometimes people be at the right place, right time, wrong place, wrong time. Oh, it's not really my worries, not really my problem. Although I do need to be sensitive to those people. You feel me? Like you're probably going through some shit if you really feel like that. But that's my point. Go to therapy. <laughs> like, what's going on? And something I find really strange is that like people in my personal life, they're like, "How are you not broken? How are you so strong?" Whoopty whoopty whoop. Like, because you focus on the negative and I focus on the positive. Is that simple? But will you listen to me because you want to? No, because you want me to be wrong so bad. Because it fills your ego for me to be wrong. Right? I don't know. Everybody who's pessimistic is really just living out of ego. And when you live for the higher purpose of like just living, like you're just here to enjoy the shit. Things seem to go your way a lot easier just because you know that, like, you're in control while you're not in control. You're in control of how you feel and how you react. And when you're in control of your thoughts and your mind, nothing fucking breaks you. Like, take it from me. I don't think I've ever been broken. Like, broke. Like, nothing really broke me. Unless you consider, you know, like, not knowing what to do with your life. Like, but everybody does that like everybody has their quarter life crisis or their midlife crisis or their 10th fucking 
a tenth of a life crisis. You feel me? Like you either go through it as a kid or you go through it as a teen or you go through it as an adult. But you do have a moment in time where you're like, oh my God, where's my life going? And I had one of those, but never, you know, never have I let that stop me. Like, and I advise everybody who listens to this to not let anything stop you from chasing whatever the fuck you want. Whether that looks insane or not. Whether you want to be famous, whether you want to be rich, whether you want to be fucking Oprah. Do that shit. Who the fuck is going to stop you? Who? Really? Like, tell me who the fuck is going to stop you. Because I'll stop them at their motherfucking tracks. I'll beat them up for you. Let me know. I like to fight. I like confrontation. So let me know who's trying to stop you. And if it's you stopping yourself... Listen, I can't fight you. I can't beat you up because you're trying to do something. So stop beating yourself up. Because I'd be doing that shit. The only person that could really break me is myself. And that's a good place to be at. Because all those bad that, like, sometimes we are our worst critics. That just means that, like, you just really want the best out of everything. Like, perfectionists just want the best, like, out of their art and shit. Like, they just really want what's best. And that's why they're so fucking worried all the time, you feel me? Like, there's good and negatives to everything. But when you focus on the positives, more positives come to you. Because you yourself are a positive. So you attract, like, a magnet. All these other positive things. And if you're really pessimistic, then by nature you attract all these pessimistic things. By nature. We attract what we are. Even though they say opposites attract. No. They really don't. Like... If you've noticed, couples kind of look like each other. Like, really good working couples. Like, they usually look like each other. For no reason. Like, I find that odd. And I don't understand why they say, like, opposites attract. Because it's really just your preference. You feel me? Like, if you like the opposite, then uh, obviously you're going to attract that. But... What's in your soul has to be the same. Like you have to like the the same type of music to be into somebody or like the same hobbies, the same interests to an extent. So opposites don't really attract. It's preferences. Preferences attract. So yeah. Anyways, um gonna end this here because yeah. I this never has any points. I just be ranting. So I hope that you enjoyed me ranting and that You have a good day, good night, whenever you're listening, because obviously I don't know your life, but I hope that, you know, shit turns around for you. If you're having a hard time, I hope that shit turns around for you in the most beautiful and amazing ways. So that it takes you away from your own pessimistic thoughts. Because we all have those. And I'm not saying to never feel those, but, you know, sometimes we just need a little pep in our step. So I hope that life just turns to a magical motherfucking dream and you're like what the fuck and i hope all your dreams come true like every single goal that you chase i hope it comes to you so stupid easily that you're like how the fuck was i not doing this sooner and i hope that you know that you change people's lives and you do even if you don't think that even if you don't believe that you do and i hope that you know that people care about you even if they don't care about you Because even your enemies care about you. Because they're your enemies. Because they care enough to have you as an enemy. You feel me? Like, 
don't forget that people do care about you and that you are loved and that your life and your goals and your aspect aspirations and all the negative and positive traits about you are something to be enjoyed and to be loved and I hope that you know that your dreams are not far-fetched even if you're the weirdest fucking human alive like have you seen people on twitch bro have you seen youtube like anybody could make it it's about how hard you're willing to care about yourself to make it and i hope that you start to really really look at yourself in the mirror and say yeah i fucks with that person on a consistent basis i fucks with this person heavy And I hope that you know it's never too late for anything. It's never too late for anything. It's never too late to learn to ride a bike. Never too late to chase your dreams. Never too late to say sorry. Never too late to tell this person that you care. Never too late to admit to this person that you don't feel loved. Admit anything. It's never too late to speak your truth. And to care about yourself. So, yeah, I hope that you had a good day, good night, again. And I hope to see you in the next one. Peace.